All right, welcome back, everybody. We got a special one today with Mr. Sam Warner. Sam's one of my best buds. We uh, we grew up down the street from each other in Minnetonka, Minnesota, and we just grew up playing outside together. And we're in the same environment, the same sort of habits and uh, health practices growing up, which kind of failed us. We uh, we were struggling a little bit, both having our times where we weren't feeling the best and. After college, Sam and I lived together in Minneapolis, and that's when we first started to really commit to trying to live healthy lives with our workouts, and we started trying fasting, although I could barely call it fasting right now. Um, but we really started to get into nutrition, and we've kind of been on this health journey together. And the last three months or so, Sam's really committed to his routine, and he looks great, he's feeling good, he's energized, he's vibrant. He's, uh, he's crushing it in corporate America as an account executive at Brooksource. And I think we can just really learn from his life in corporate America and the health habits and kind of the tips and routines that he uses to navigate life in corporate America. So without further ado, we're just going to get right into it. We got Mr. Sammy Warner, Health Talk. Let's go. All right, welcome everyone. Sitting here with a very good friend, Mr. Sammy Warner. What's up, Sammy? How are we? Thanks for having me on. Yes, we are bringing Sam on to just talk a little bit of health here. He's in the corporate world and he's been on this health journey with me. You know, since four or five years ago, we really started growing and started diving into you know different ways to live healthy and learning uh, different habits to make us better people. So uh, we grew up right next to each other down the road. Yes, we did. <laughs> we used to be little chunkers. Yes, we were chunky. And back in the day, we both had our stretches where we weren't looking great for sure. But uh, it's been awesome to watch your journey, man, see where you've come from. So yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, Sam's an account executive at Brooksource uh, in Minneapolis there. And uh, got him down here in Florida right now. So let's get right into it, bud. Um, like I said, we've made some serious progress. Yeah. Uh, what do you think are the biggest changes and stuff that you've made since you know high school and stuff when we were you know messing around? Yeah, yeah, a few. I mean, I think just the nature of like social life. So I think back to like when you're 19, 20, 22 in college. There's drinking mm. often and a lot and. Yeah, so I think just naturally getting out of of the binge drinking world has helped. But I mean, you and I really started the fasting the fasting life. I would say our first year out of school when we were kind of twenty two, twenty three. We didn't really know exactly what we were doing, but we we gave it a shot. Um, and yeah, just to say, I mean, we would get to like nine, ten o'clock. Think we hit this oh, awesome just fast. fist pump and then <laughs> shotgun some sugary oatmeal and go hit the gym. Yeah, sugary oatmeal and peanut butter and hit the gym, but. Um, and then the big one for me, honestly, in the last even half year has been sleep. Um, I used to, I mean, you know, when I worked at Target, my, oh my gosh. part of it was my retail schedule, nights, mornings, weekends, mm-hmm. weekdays. So it was hard to get into a consistent routine. Um, but the last six months, I've made it a point to, you know, phone down at 930, charge my phone across the room, helps me get up in the morning when my alarm goes off, and it physically helps me actually fall asleep. Um, and just making sure and making a point of going to bed earlier. Yeah, for That's sure. That's helped me for sure. 
And I like I live with you, and I noticed you were just like seem sleep deprived all the time, yeah. just going and not feeling great. And I just remember seeing you just look a little drained uh, over time there. And now, I mean, you're healthy, you're vibrant, you're ready to attack each day. So I can just I notice the difference there uh, in the sleep. Um, other than like just putting the phone away and stuff, like do you take anything or any other practices that kind of help you sleep? Yeah, I think it, it's just be more cognizant of it. And nine thirty roll. I mean, I act like nine thirty is the Nazi time. It's not. Yeah. I, I just try and be, you know, in bed um, before ten p.m. for sure. Um, especially with my, you know, morning routine where I'm up at five o'clock working out before work. Uh, I mean, and just you know, hopping into a nine or ten or eleven hour workday after that, I have to be, I have to be ready to go. Definitely, I need my my seven or eight hours of sleep for sure. Yeah, so you've been really getting into the morning routine, kind of getting the workouts in. I know you've been taking some of those lifetime classes. Yeah. Yeah, getting after it. Uh, what's the morning schedule like? What time are you up? So I'm up between, yeah, 5 and 5.15 every day. I know we're in the 5 a.m. group text with the boys. That mm-hmm. actually really helps. Even if it's a simple little emoji at 5.08, the accountability is like, all right, I'm going to get up because the four other boys are up and just put two feet on the ground. Yes. Um, so that helps for me a lot. Um, but yeah, morning routine wise, I've really made it a priority to work out before work. I think before I was kind of half and half. I would do you know three days a week before, two or three days after work. I cannot do the post work day workout after after or anymore. Um, it's just not it for me. So I, I rejoined Lifetime right around um, Thanksgiving time, and the last two months have been going to a lot of Lifetime classes, and I love them so. It's a huge, huge thing. Jen and I do together. I've been doing them with Webb, um, some, some other boys too. And yeah, it, it's a good mixture. I mean, it, there are some yoga ones. I'm sure you, you've heard of Warrior Sculpt and some of the mm-hmm. listeners have heard of Warrior Sculpt. Um, but they have really like muscle-focused um, cardio intensity mix. You can really kind of choose and pick what you want. So I, I, you know, I think I'm, I'm going, I would say that over the last two months, I've been going those three or four times a week um, and then do my own lifts another two days a week. Yeah, Lifetime does a good job. They have a good variety, and they're really on the up and up. But like you said earlier, like the the workout late in the day, like I've done it too. It's just not the same. And you might get you might have an okay workout and get some out of it. But I think the benefits of the morning workout are just mental. It's like that domination. Like I got a great workout in the morning. Yeah, it wakes me up, and it's the mental clarity piece. I think to your point, maybe like muscle growth wise, there's not a huge difference, and and maybe there is. But for me, I'm such a better human being when I work out in the morning. I'm so much more alert, awake. The mental clarity is just, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I'm in a completely better version of myself I get the morning workout in, and it's not even close. Like, I'm up, I'm in work, I'm annoying other employees, I'm yeah. happy, I'm cheery, everyone's, like, still waking up, but it's just, like, it's a complete mindset shift. And I would just encourage you, if you haven't been throwing in that, just show up, just do something, and I promise that your mindset will begin, will start to change and shift. Yeah, too, and I've talked about this with some of my peers at work, too, because... You know, they're young 20s. They're trying to figure out the whole working out schedule. And it's tough with our, in the corporate world in general and, and with our line of business too. Um, and the two things I say are put your phone away across the room and go to bed an hour earlier. For just Do this for a week and a half straight. Put your phone away across the room. It helps you actually physically get up in the morning and then try a morning workout two or three times a week. Just start small. And, and these are people that are, you know, they want to be into the health game and they are working out, but they're like, eh, I'm after work and I'm not getting good sleep and I'm tired. Put your phone away, go to bed earlier, and get up and work out in the morning two or three times a week before work. Yeah, if you just do those two things, I mean, the benefits would be crazy. And it snowballs. Like, I'm even in the point now where the last three or four weekends, 
like I'm up early, I'm playing basketball, pick up basketball. I'm still trying to get an, an early morning workout in. You know, I might not be up at five five fifteen, but you know, I'm up before seven and still getting an early workout in. It just sets the tone for the day, even on a Saturday or Sunday. And I know we had talked about like three months ago. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm I'm you know I'm working out, but I I felt like I was going backwards on the weekends. If mm. you can have Yes, best case scenario, productive weekends, but even neutral weekends where if you eat unhealthy but you're working out, like that's game changing for me. Dude, that, and this is what I want to dive into because I, in my business in golf, I work on the weekend. So I feel like I'm just consistently yeah. going. I never get this break. And in your, you know, you work in the corporate world, uh, you have the weekends off. So, like, what kind of things uh, have you been changing since like when you weren't as productive in the weekends and you felt like you were really going back or eating too much food and maybe drinking? Like, what? What kind of things have been different and now that you feel like you're really maximizing that time? Yeah, I think, well, one, just living in Minnesota where it's negative 400 for half the year. There's, <laughs> yeah. not, there's not as much to do on the Brutal. weekends in the winter. Um, but I think before it was, there were a lot of weekends where I was either eating unhealthy, well, I was eating unhealthy and not working out. And honestly, and, and I know obviously we'll hop into the sauna talk, but the the Sunday kind of afternoon into Monday resets been huge too. Even if I do, you know, drink on a Saturday or go out, if I can just show, like you said, show up at the gym on a Sunday, and even if it's fifteen minutes on the stair stepper or a quick little light band workout, mm-hmm. and then if I can sauna and just reset my body, I walk walk into work Monday morning feeling like a ten. Yeah, it's the reset. Yeah, dude. sauna, dude, sauna's been game changing. It really has, and I was not into that at all. I mean. It, Obviously, you've been getting into it more. I would say, kind of midsummer on, as you've you've been reading and listening to things. Yeah. But um, I really, until I joined Lifetime, like I said in mid-November, I just didn't have access to one. Like my work gym doesn't have one, which I'm trying to poke and prod the owner to add one because he could, and it'd be game changing oh too. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, but I just didn't really have an avenue of easily accessing one. But since Lifetime, you know, I joined four four months ago. It's dude, it's been amazing. So, what do you love so much about? Because everyone who follows this probably knows how much of the sauna I love. I mean, I started researching it over about a year and a half ago, and the benefits are crazy, and it makes me feel amazing. So, what specifically do you like about the sauna? Yeah, and I, you know, I can't speak to all the science like you can. More so for me, if I can walk in there with a water bottle, and you know, I really try and be in there for eighteen to twenty-two minutes, always more than I would say fourteen or fifteen. It's awesome. Um, it just resets me, and if if it's from going out the night before or, or eating something that's not great, it flushes that out. It sweats that out. Otherwise, an early morning, you know, post lifetime workout class, I hit the sauna for 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. walk out of there with a black coffee. Um, I mean, you just feel good. We just did it right now. I mean, we feel good. I'm ready. Yes, you look at you. You're ready to go. But there's no wonder that you're happy and healthy and enjoying life uh, back home. Like when you go through that routine. There's just, it's so hard to, how could you be mad after that? Like, you feel so good. So, if anyone's listening out there and is just struggling, um, the power of just showing up and just getting something done, especially in the morning, if your mental state isn't right, I mean, it changed my life. I used to be ornery, irritated, and I still am sometimes when I don't go. And it, it's just so powerful to get in there. Yeah, and I would just, I mean, I would challenge you, do it twice a week. Set your alarm Tuesday, Thursday morning. You know, you don't have to go zero to six days right away. I sure didn't. Even with this getting up at 5.15 routine, I mean, I, you know, three months ago, I was doing it once a week, maybe, depending on what, like, the workout class schedule looked like. Um, Yeah, like you said, ease into it and show up. And if you start doing things for, you know, four, six, eight weeks at a time, they'll snowball into really good habits. Yeah, for sure. And then it's just, like, the little things, like, 
in the last three months, like you, I've got a couple texts from you saying, dude, I feel so good. Or like, you'll send me a picture of you like look in the gym looking good or whatever. And you're like, dude, like I'm on it right now. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel the energy is so much different when you're on it, you know? And now you get, I get those texts from you and it's like, yeah, man, I've been crushing it the last couple of weeks. Like I haven't felt this good in however long. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like you're my guy at FaceTime when I'm on like the post-workout Post shower, waltzing into work with a coffee, and I'm the caffeine's hitting me. I'm yes. on like my high, and I'm like FaceTime Austin. <laughs> yes, I love it because I feed off that energy, yeah. bro. I love that. But you mentioned uh, we have our little five cl- five a.m. club group chat. Um, so my good buddy Gabe Boyce, he texted me a few months ago, and he's like, "Dude, I need some accountability to get up in the morning because like I've been inconsistent with my routine. So I'm gonna text you, you know, to make sure I'm up." So I was like, "All right, that's cool." And then our our good buddy Andrew Weber, like a week later, same thing. He's like, dude, I've been struggling to get up consistently. Like Dana has to yell at me to get me out of bed, and I and won't I, listen. And I'm to like, her. if Webb's getting up, then I'm getting up because <laughs> Webb usually is in REM sleep till eight a.m. Yeah, he was like, he was like, dude, I'm sleeping, and I, my alarm goes off, and Dana's like, Andrew, get up. <laughs> And Dana's his girlfriend. He's like, Andrew, get up. And he's like, shut up, Dana, leave me alone. (laughs) No, seriously, that group, like, I, so I sleep with my phone across the room plugged in. It makes me, like, physically get up. Because I'm not great either. Like, I'm making fun of web, but I'm a zero out of 10 when it comes to that. So it makes me physically get up out of bed. Mm. But if you ask Jen to, like, I'll get up, snooze it, hop back into bed for nine minutes. (laughs) Like, the group text, when I wake up and I snooze the alarm and I see, like, four texts from, you know, the group, I'm like, all right, I'll I'll send out an emoji and I'll just kind of lay there for another three minutes. But it makes me actually get up. Like I don't just hop back into bed usually um, <laughs> and just snooze anymore. Like if I see like the three of you or the four of you that are actually up, like that actually does matter. And it's kind of funny. And I obviously we're just good buddies too, shooting the shit. Yeah. Um, but I was a snoozer of the alarm for a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the accountability helps, man. And even if it's just a group text with your buddies, it's been kind of fun. For sure, and you, like, if you if you miss, like, if you don't text the group back to like seven twenty, no, we're calling you out. Yeah, then it's like, okay, who's been sleeping in? What do you got going on over there? So, and however you can create that accountability in your life, just with your friends or whatever it is, like, tell people. Tell the more people you tell about your habit that you want to change, or the more people that you involve in your new plan, the harder it is to quit it. So, the more people that know, the more likely you're going to do it. And I think that our group chat, I love it. Just the emojis in the morning, the little muscle guy or the rocket ship, like, I'm up and at it. Oh, there's been times where I'll send an emoji at like 5.15 and I'm like, I'm just going to go back to bed for 20 minutes. And someone else shoots a text at 5.17 and I'm like, you know what, I'm up. Let's just get out of bed. Because once I'm like two feet on the ground, it's I'm good. Yeah. But when you're like laying horizontal in bed it's and you're comfortable, I don't know why you're always so much more comfortable in the morning and it's dark out, but... Yeah, it's been the little emojis at 5.15 just, like, they get me up. Yeah, for sure. It's that snooze cycle, man. That snooze cycle's tough. Like, that just one snooze, hey, I'm just going to do it once, and then you're snoozing, and you're snoozing, and then you're snoozing. You're not even getting sleep. I mean, if you even do fall back asleep, I know we were chatting about your your sleep cycle stuff that you've been so in tune with this morning. Mm. It's... Which is very cool to to see and look at, but you're not even like actually going back to bed. So that's for me. It's like, well, just put your put two feet on the ground and get up. Yeah, for sure. And th- that's another thing: the power of awareness with this aura ring that I have. Like before, I'd be in bed. I would get in bed at like you know eleven o'clock, and then I'd get out of bed at like seven. I'd be like, oh, okay, I slept eight hours. It's like, yeah. no, you didn't, because now I have my ring. So now I'll be you know at same time. 
And it says the time you laid in bed, but the time you actually slept. It's usually like an hour and a half less, depending on what's going on. Yeah. So just because you're in bed does not mean you're sleeping. And if you're looking at your phone, if you're looking at your screen, that's delaying your natural melatonin production and screwing up your sleep cycles. Like I was mentioning a Harvard study to you earlier. And this is one of the key studies in the industry on sleep. It's from Harvard. And it's every hour that you look at a phone or screen that's projecting blue light, it delays your natural melatonin production by 30 minutes. Does it really? Yeah. So I did not know that stat. It's crazy. So if you're watching TV or Netflix and you don't have blue light blocking glasses or something, your sleep cycles are getting screwed up, which is screwing up your circadian rhythm and everything. And if you do that chronically over time, that can really mess up. No wonder people are tired all the time yeah. and then they might not be feeding themselves the right things. It's crazy. So just... Be aware of what you're consuming and kind of if you're actually you know, sleeping well, feeling regenerated. Yeah, I know I FaceTimed you a few nights ago and I was getting ready to come down here and you had the, the blue light glasses on. So do you if you and you know, if you guys are watching Netflix at night or you're watching a sports game, are you like what time do you put those on? Are you are you wearing them the whole night? Does it just kinda of depend on, on how you're feeling? Yeah, it it's kinda of creating that um psychological effect. So when I get home and I, I take my shower after a long day of work or whatever, you know, seven o'clock, I put them on right away. That means it's time for bed. Like my brain is associated that with sleep now. I've been trying. I've been pretty mindful over the last year to like get rid of my phone by like eight p.m. Yeah, kind of follow my circadian rhythm. But now my mind has like associated sleep with putting on the glasses. So as soon as I have the glasses on, I like get tired. You know, it's just like, oh, okay, now it's time to bet for bed. So I put them on. We might watch TV or something with them on for a little bit. But I'm like out right away. What other stuff you eating? You got me onto avocados. Yeah, you're a big avocado guy now. I eat like I'm on like two a day right now. I'm really on a roll with them. They make me feel so full and satiated, and they just have all the you know antioxidants and vitamins and minerals. They're just such a health food. Um, So do you do you just pop one open and grab a spoon and and dig in, or are you throwing it on a salad, a mixture? Yeah, so I'm doing like salads and stuff for sure when I have them, but I'll eat them plain all the time. Yeah. I pop some salt on there, a little pepper, maybe a little lemon if you got it, and you just kind of spoon it out. It's amazing, bro. But man, you've been eating those things forever. When did you start eating I've avocados? always loved avocados. I mean, I feel like they became big, I don't even know, four or five years ago. Yeah. It was kind of a millennial thing that the internet made fun of for a while, but I'm like, this is one of the rare foods that tastes good and is actually healthy and I enjoy eating. So I'm going to, I threw it on eggs a lot of the time and then, yeah. you know, obviously salads. So yeah, I've always been a big avocado guy for sure. I think if you take one thing away from this, it's just eat more avocados. They're just the, one of the healthiest foods out there that make you feel full, they'll make you feel good. Get them in there. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, lunch-wise, so as you know, I'm pretty big into fasting. I've actually, over the last few weeks with these morning workouts when I'm doing heavier um, you know, muscle-focused classes, I'll have a lifetime shake yeah. you know, around 8, 30, 9 a.m. Um, but other than that, I, I usually you know, wait and eat until 12, 31, even 2 o'clock sometimes, and I love the salads. So I know they're pricey, but to me it's worth it. You agriculture, if you've heard of. Oh, yeah. If you've heard of agriculture, I mean, they're your typical... Healthy salad, um, you know, protein bowl type type place. So I love a good spinach salad with you know chicken here and there, avocado as you mentioned. Um, but I I really try and have a salad four or five days a week. I would say out of the five work days, I have a salad five days a week. 
That's amazing, man. The salad's so powerful to start your day and it just sets your body up. It doesn't spike your blood sugar like crazy and it sets your, your day up for like a consistent hunger. But like avocados, as we mentioned, and then other ingredients, I don't know what other ingredients you throw on. Do you get a lot of veggies in there? I know you said spinach and stuff. Yeah, I would say salad wise, um, spinach, kale focus. I'm not a big romaine salad, salad yeah. guy. Um, if I had, I, I like just physically seeing green. So I'm like, yeah, green peppers, broccoli, avocado, spinach, more spinach. Yeah, so I'm not super picky. If you give me some veggies, I'm, I'm gonna house them. And for me, coming off a fast into a more, you know, it's still it's obviously a good meal and it's, it's nutrient filled and whatnot. But it's it's a lighter meal for me. I'm not just housing a chicken sandwich or, you know, what, what have you. For me, like going from a fast to a, a lighter salad is it's been super beneficial. Yeah, I you just feel better. Yeah, you don't be weighed down. You're still ready to rock. You still want to dominate the day. You don't be feeling sluggish. And just to kind of piggyback back off those, like. If you want to throw some mushrooms in there, those have a ton of health benefits. Uh, great source there. Um, olives, any variety of olives are awesome for you too. Banana peppers. Yeah, Just, I'm actually a big banana pepper guy. Yeah, spice it up. Are there any dressings that you really like? There is. So I get this this basic vinaigrette. There's this new avocado. I'm gonna butcher the name, but it's an avocado based dressing. It's it's not very, it's not too sweet, but it's dude, it's. It's money. Yeah, you need to get it. I love those. There's a Greek goddess one. Uh, they sell at Trader Joe's. Yeah, you were, you were talking about that. Oh, my God. It's, I literally bought like seven bottles to put on everything. <laughs> it's got like no calories. It's got like lime, a bunch of healthy ingredients. You're brushing your teeth with it. <laughs> Seriously, swish it around my mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, those are those are good ones. Um, and I would, just to add another thing, I would say outside of, you know, typically I, I'm having my my first meal, like I said, between 1230 and 2. And then I do get hungry again at like three thirty four ish, and I have I'm a big um, nuts guy. Oh yeah! So I'll have almonds, pistachios. There's like a, a raw mixed nuts bag that I'll grab from Target. Um, but dude, I could live off pistachios for two weeks. I'm They're sure. so good, bro. I just and like the art of popping the shell. It's just like a little routine. I mean, yeah. it's like my, it's like three thirty eight rolls around, and it's 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 pistachio time for me. So. Healthy fats are huge. Huge. Um, they fill me up too. I'm not. I really have not been a huge protein bar guy over the last year or two. Um, you know, nothing wrong with that. That's just, that's just my preference. Um, nuts just fill me up and they, they make me feel good. Yeah, and nuts are one of the healthiest sources of fat you can have. It's going to keep you that consistent energy again. And I mean, guys, peanuts. Unfortunately, they're not a healthy nut. It's about the only one we're not eating. Almonds, pecans, macadamia nuts, uh, cashews, pistachios are all amazing nuts for you. And just to put my own comment in on uh, protein bars, um, there are some healthy ones out there for sure. You can get some clean, you know, natural ingredient ones. Uh, Quest Bar is actually a pretty decent one. It has low net carbs, low sugar, and not too many added ingredients. But there's so many sugary protein bars. Like the the vast majority of protein bars in the market are not healthy. Cliff bars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah get we a, just get slam a Snickers them. instead. <laughs> and what I know you had mentioned to us, you're explaining, you know, net carbs and what that all entails. Can you walk through just for the people listening what what net carb? How do you define a net carb? Yeah, so net carbs is going to be your carbohydrate minus your dietary fiber. So if you look at a food label. You're going to see your carbs minus dietary fiber. And the net carb is really the one that matters because fiber binds the molecules and it is digested differently than just a normal carbohydrate. So when you're looking at a food label or thinking about buying a food, um, it's really important to kind of look at that because there's a lot of healthy foods like 
cauliflower, different vegetables and stuff that are really healthy, but might be a little bit higher in carbohydrates, but they also have a ton of fiber, which is good for you. So, and fiber is great for your gut bacteria. They'll give you that wide range and, you know, get a bunch of different colorful fruits and vegetables to really nourish that gut bacteria. So, Net carbs. Yeah, important. that's awesome. Net carbs. That's great. I think that's that's helpful. Um, any other tips or tricks out there? You know, it can be it can be meal based. It could be non meal based that you would recommend. Um, yeah, I think that I think just covering like the salt and water is something we were talking about earlier. Yeah, we too. were dumping salt in our water the other day, and I was like, "What is this?" But I was doing it. Yeah, for sure. You don't need to dump crazy amounts, but. Uh, some unrefined sea salt or some Himalayan salt are just awesome to help you actually absorb the hydration. Uh, working with like different minerals like sodium, magnesium, potassium, uh, it's kind of a balancing effect with actually intaking water. So if you're just intaking normal water, don't have a lot of salt and those things in your diet, uh, you might create that imbalance. So just throwing a little salt in there really helps you absorb the, the, the water and kind of maximize your hydration, which makes a huge difference. I notice a big difference when I drink in electrolyte water or water with the salt and just kind of my activity and function. Yeah, that's awesome. So I know you thought that was a little crazy, but you can, you can suck it down. It wasn't too bad, right? No, it was not at all. I was just, I had not heard of that or, or done that before. Yeah, for sure. And then the, I guess the other one would be uh, olive oil. I mean, you know I'm a big olive yeah, oil guy. Yeah, I've seen you ripping shots of that at 9 a.m. Like, is that tequila or is that olive oil? <laughs> yes. Um, just the extra version of olive oil. You definitely don't have to take shots of it, but you know, putting it on salads, uh, you know, using it as dressing, um, cooking with it, not too high of a temperature would be ideal, but an extra virgin olive oil. So uh, my two favorite uh, are Bertoli's and California Ranch. Those are two of kind of the top in the industry, if you're going to buy, just spend the money on good olive oil. Spend yeah. the money on good food, people. It, it nourishes you. For sure. One one last question for you. When it comes to coconut oil, I know I'm kind of off and on. I mean, I've, I love it. I can actually feel a difference when I put it in my coffee. Um, I guess, what is your routine with, with throwing in your coffee? Um, and what are some of the main benefits? Coconut oil is another thing you got me on. Gosh, you knew everything back in the day, bud. Um <laughs> But yeah, so the more I research coconut oil, and in the last book I read, he actually mentioned it, um, it can be part of like fasting. So if you're doing like a pure fast and you really want to maximize the benefits of fasting, then you maybe would want to stay away from coconut oil. But it's a really healthy fat, so where when you drink it, maybe put it in your coffee or whatever, Yeah, um, it's going to keep you in a fat-burning state, but you're just going to utilize this energy now. So you're not going to jump out of ketosis. You're, but you're going to use the coconut oil as your fuel source instead of your body That's fat. That's the first or thing your stuff. body's using as a source of energy. Exactly. So it's going to delay some of maybe the fat burning, but it's better than eating or doing whatever if your goal is kind of staying in ketosis and fat. So coconut oil is a great tool. Just uh, use it when you can and use it however you want to, depending on your goals. But let's get back to you, bud. Like I said, you're killing it. You're in corporate America. You're looking good, man. Um, there's unhealthy food around all the time. Oh my gosh, I mean, dude! You're telling me I waltz in the office, and I mean we have donuts or bagels or muffins on our office countertop minimum four days a week. That's crazy. I could. I don't even know if I could do it. Yeah, I don't think I could stay it's away. Tough. What do you do? I mean, obviously you said fasting is pretty important in the morning. Yeah, kind of staying away. Yeah, I think I've just I've committed to fasting, so I just don't even. I mean, not to say it's not tempting still. Yeah. Um, but I just I just don't eat it. I think again, just a plug for morning workouts. It just gets your day started off so well that for me, I just eating eating a donut is just not even really an option in the morning. Again, not to say it's not tempting, but yeah. when I work out, I just don't want to follow that up with eating junk. 
Do you ever give in though? Have you given in a while? Oh, I have for sure. Um, yeah, I, I would say more so if something at work goes, if I'm stressed at work or something at work goes poorly, I just waltz over and storm over to the counter and like, <laughs> yes. definitely, definitely have had my fair share of, of, of chocolate filled donuts when something goes, goes bad. But um, yeah, morning wise, I'm typically pretty good at, at holding off. Yeah, it's the intentional storm over to the oh kitchen. Gosh, Give me just everything. Hang up the phone. It's 2.05 p.m. Just walk over and double fist. Yes, love it. But like you were saying, though, I think once you start reinforcing the identity of who you want to be, once you build those habits, like I went to bed uh, early, I got up, I did my workout, like you're reinforcing the identity of I'm a healthy person and it makes it easier to stay away from it. I think like for me, if I don't work out for a while and I'm kind of out of my routine, then I see myself wanting to grab stuff more and like see it's easier to like just grab a, a bad food or whatever it well, is. And it snowballs too. Like I remember there were, there were several times when... Like I mentioned a few months ago when I was kind of on the, the half cadence of working out in the morning and after work, if I did have a bad day or something went wrong or I just felt like grabbing a donut at 2 p.m., that sometimes snowballed into not getting my, my evening workout in. So, yeah, again, for me, working out in the morning just sets me up in such a good place. Yeah, for sure. And I also think that's why fasting is so powerful. It's like you just turn yourself off from food. Like if you try to make healthy decisions all the time and you're like, I'm going to have a really healthy breakfast at eight, but you're not quite full, you're like, well, let me just kind of grab this and that. It makes you make healthy decisions all day if you're not fasting. When you fast till one, you're like, I'm just not eating. It's you not an less, option. You just have less options. You have an entire less meal to choose from. Yeah, and then you just have to make one good decision at right. lunch and a couple more. So it just kind of helps. Obviously, we don't want to create a you know a restrict binge mindset, but right. I think that if you can just say, you know what, no food is not an option, it makes it a little bit simpler. Um, so yeah, you're but you're also uh, going out to like a lot of these happy hours and client meetings and stuff. I mean, that's got to be tough to make healthy decisions like. What are you drinking when you're out and stuff? Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, one of my one of my numbers is to literally take a client out of office once a week, and I hate to say it, but a lot of times they're not joining me for yoga classes in the morning. So <laughs> right. it involves a Twins game, a Vikings game, or just going to a happy hour. Um, so not to say, I mean, I definitely have beers and other drinks, but I really do try and stay on the White Claw game. I love claws. Um, I would say if I know I'm going out and, and drinking, especially during the week, it's usually a White Claw, red wine, or a vodka soda. And I love a good IPA. So if I have two or three IPAs, I feel it the next morning, which is sad. But <laughs> it is like, I mean, I've stopped doing it. Obviously yeah. on the weekend, I'll, you know, if we're going out and whatnot. But So for me, if I just have a, a few White Claws, I can pop up in the morning and, and still be fine. Yeah, and I can totally echo that. Beer makes me feel so sluggish the next day and just like full and kind of bloated and um, if you can do like wine, I mean, tequila is a very, especially if it has de agave, clear tequila is really good with some soda and stuff. Yeah. So it's like those awkward comments that you get, oh, you're really getting that and stuff. Like, how do you deal with that? Or do you even care? Anymore? Here's the sale guy. No, I really yeah. don't care. And I've kind of owned the brand now, I think. Like, we'll do a lot of group Friday work lunches. And, you know, I'm still getting a salad, and I, I don't really care if, if people are making fun of me or not. That they, they actually don't make fun of me. But, yeah, to me, it's just it's, it's worth it. And um, I love just having, like, again, coming off a of fast and having a midday salad for me is just it's a no-brainer. 
Yeah, that's so money. And you've always been so good at owning that. You always like make fun of yourself funnily, but you just do what you you want. You do what you, you like to do, and you don't really care what people think. Yeah, and, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And oh my gosh, I love it because you mentioned drinking beer. And I'll always remember <laughs> when you used to not be able to drink beer. Oh my God. I think it was, well, I know it was um, senior year of high school. It was during the NBA finals. I know we were watching LeBron in the Heat. And we were playing like Mario Kart, like drinking cart, some version, and yeah. everyone's just, you know, cracking open my golden. And I could not drink him a golden. <laughs> we all had just started drinking for some context. You know, we're seniors in high school and we just started getting a beer. And Sam was just, you know, this junior kind of maybe drinking for the first time. You would not drink beer. Because usually like the lemonade mixed with the vodka or you know, some you just have some water bottle mixture to start. And yeah. Beer is not the first go-to, and clearly it was not for me. So I literally poured half a beer into a solo cup and chased it with Sprite. I literally made a mixed drink with my golden, with Michelob Light and Sprite. Oh my God. I remember just looking at you like, what are you doing, kid? You wouldn't drink beer. That was not a proud moment. No. And then this kid senior year in college is like, just, you know, whatever. Oh, Nothing's a problem for this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. That's pretty good. What other funny stories do we have from back in the day? I mean, man, we had some good times. I just think back to when we were, and to, to give us some credit, we were being healthy when we lived together right out of school. We were both 22, 23, living kind of downtown Minneapolis by the U. Um, and we knew we wanted to, to get into a good routine, workout-wise, health-wise, you know, diet-wise. I don't think we had all the tools, but remember we had that, the Calorie Counter app or the MyFitnessPal app. Yes, you know, we would try and get a fast in until 9.30, 10 a.m., a few minutes at 10 a.m. I mean, that was a fist bump. That yeah, was, was big. Why do we used to eat oatmeal before we went and worked out? Like, it was a sugary apple and some cinnamon packet and then go down and rip out some curls and pull-ups. We thought I mean, we just needed food. Yeah, we thought we needed food. We just didn't know. And that's the whole thing. We were, we were trying, we wanted it, but we had no idea what we were doing. And it's all a learning curve. Which, just, is, which is fine to say. I mean, if, you were, if you're eating before you're working out, that's completely fine. But I just think it's so funny that we waited all morning to eat until right before we would go work out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we were doing. And I was, I was eating like 170 grams of protein, like trying to get muscle on. It was so ridiculous. Do you remember our, our cheap meals that then turn into like cheat weekends? Oh, binge cheat weekends? I remember we, we, we committed once. We're like, all right, we're not going out for the weekend. We're going to have a nice little 12 to 14 day stretch of being super healthy here. Minimize the alcohol. And we get to Friday night, you know, stay in, wake up Saturday. And we just had ourselves a day. I remember it was like, all right, alarm goes off. It's Perkins time. It's tremendous 12. On the way home, we're stopping <laughs> at Culver's. I mean, it was, it was noon and we had about... 2,800 calories in us, and we were planking on the couch. <laughs> that night, we were watching just sports or Netflix or something, ordering Domino's. I think we had football on the next day, so that was like a Chipotle Domino's. I think we went Perkins, Culver's, Domino's, Chipotle, Domino's in about a 32-hour stretch. And we're like, yeah, th- our body resets. This is good for us. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to do like the feast famine cycling <laughs> oh there. Oh, my gosh. That is so gross, dude. That's making me sick thinking about that. But <laughs> one benefit out of that time, though, was learning. We learned so much during that time. And I think the MyFitnessPal is very useful just to know. Like tracking my food for a couple of weeks, I learned so much about like just the makeup of foods, macronutrients, like you know, how much, you know, protein is actually in this thing, how many carbs, and it makes you like think about some foods you're like, wow, that is really unhealthy. So I think everyone should just track for a while 
and just experiment with different things to kind of learn about it. A hundred percent. I mean, you weren't going to go from you know, the way you were eating and, and living your life in college to where you are now, just in half a year. Um, like you said, there's going to be a learning curve. And if you just try, if you try a new diet, if you try to exercise in the morning, if you try something different, commit to a routine, um, it may not be perfect right away, but I think it's like you said, just try it out, change it up. And it's, it's, it will not hurt. Yeah, absolutely. And like for fasting, like I do 24 hour fast all the time. People are texting me and they're like, you're crazy. I just did a 65 hour fast the other day. Like you're insane. It's like, I didn't just jump in from a junior in college with never fasting to go 65 hours. Like it took me four or five years of like consistent, like at first we barely made it to nine. Right. And then I was getting to 11 consistently. Then I was getting to one and then I would like cycle and I would have periods. And then I was like, oh wait, I don't have to eat till dinner once. And it's just, a, it's a periodic, you know, change. Just start. Yeah. Just start doing something different. Begin. And your journey can be so beautiful as you progress going down and make huge strides. Yeah, I would just say start with moderate change. You can't just go zero to 100 and dive in because you will absolutely max yourself out and you'll quit or your body will just fatigue and it will not be and it will not be fun. Um, yeah, start with moderate change and, you know, if you get small wins and build good habits, you know, you can look back over a year or two or three and all of a sudden you're in a really good place. That's awesome. And just go all in on the long term. I'm so sick of these yo-yo diets and like you know, I get it. That's how I lived my whole life, you know, until about three years ago. It's your periods where you're working out and periods when you're off it and periods when you're eating healthy and periods when you're not. It's like, just go all in long term and make one change. Let's just do one thing different and let's just make health a way more of a priority because it affects everything in your life. So with that, Sammy, let's get into the last question, buddy. Yeah. And let's get your thoughts here. And if we have someone listening who's just starting up, you know, someone maybe in corporate world like you or someone who's just leaving college, getting out of that stage of their lives. Um, what are three things, let's say three things, uh, three health habits, you know, three routines that change your life that you believe can just help somebody that they can implement and just start doing that will really impact their life and make them healthier, happier, and just a better version of themselves going forward? Yeah. I mean, I think back to, you know, my answer earlier when you asked, you know, what are several things that I've changed within my own habits. Um, I think one would be fasting. Yes. And, and again, don't just hop right into to an 18-hour fast. Try it out for a week. Try to push yourself 12 hours. Um, you know, Week two, week three, week four, ramp up. I really think just cutting out an entire meal. Um, you don't have to weigh the options. You're not tempted by food in the office, out of the office. Um, for me, that, that was just, it was game-changing. It's And it made, it made life simpler, too. As you get into the corporate world, like you're stressed, you're into a completely new environment, new schedule, and I mean, fasting for me is just—it's been such a big help. Um, second would I think be sleep. I mean, go to bed a little earlier, throw the phone across the room so you're not on it until ten, ten thirty, eleven at night. Yes. For me, getting better sleep—it um, just helps. I'm so much more energized the next day, and I hate being tired. I mean, yeah. I, I guzzle coffee as it is, but I really hate being tired. So, so for me. Um, just sleep's so important. It's really, it's underrated. Everyone kind of talks about do this diet, do this new, you know, fancy workout, get eight hours of sleep. It's that powerful. Too. Yeah. Yes, sleep. See, it's a huge pillar that's not really talked about because it's not the fancy new fun. There's no price tag next to it. Um, but it's so important. I think lastly, it would just be show up. Um, show up. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, 
right in the morning. Doesn't you don't have to get up at five a.m. right away. You know, maybe with your schedule, it is starting to get, to get into at evening, afternoon workouts. Um, for me, it's just show up, get into a consistent routine, small wins. Um, you know, small daily wins that can snowball into weekly wins. I think you'll find out what habits work well, but don't. And if you just commit to showing up, you know, you're gonna build a platform where four to six to eight months in, you're in a really good place. Dude, that's amazing. So fast, focus on your sleep, and show up. Sammy Warner, yes, everybody. All right, brother. Thanks for having me on. Woo! And that's a wrap, folks. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any more interest in things like fasting or the morning routine, go check out the previous podcasts or articles. They'll give you deep insights into the habits and routines that have changed my life. And if you haven't yet, leave us a rating or a review. It really helps us boost up and grow and you know, help other people find us to listen. Other than that, have an awesome day. Make some great health decisions. And let's go get it. That was good, bud. It's a decent end. Very good. Very good, dude. I think, that was, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Dude, that was awesome.